You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows like the one you're about to enjoy, visit electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature presentation. Hey, Jordan, your usual drink tonight? Yes, thank you. So, where's Eric and Ryan? Uh, They're on their way. I wanted to listen to your latest podcast, but where can I download the episodes again? You can download all of our episodes at movieguyspodcast.podme.com. You can also find us on every social media platform. Every social media platform? That's awesome. Hey, it looks like your friends are here. Let me get the first round for you guys. Well, folks, Ryan is right about my opinion with this movie. I'm not even going to start. Eric, how the hell are you doing? You started <laughs> with a sigh? Yeah, I did. I did. First time ever. Yeah. But, like, okay, is the sigh because of the movie itself, or are we talking about the awards that it has, and the acclaim that it has gotten since now? I feel like these are now, that we're going to be talking about two different things, and... That's that's just how it is. I think that's just what we're in for for this movie. Well, I think this would be a good opportunity because we our Oscars episode obviously got lost because of technical difficulties. Um, so like we could we could parlay our thoughts on this into like how we thought the Oscars are becoming. I guess what they're becoming. Yeah, sure. It was uneventful anyway, so why not? <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. So I was thinking about this on the way home from work about this review about why I feel the way I do about this movie and I know Ryan is just going to just attack me so I'm just going to say it and I'm I'm just preparing to be a fight um again we get another Oscar movie all about social injustice about the haves and the have nots and I'm just kind of over it <laughs> And then Ryan, and then Ryan's gonna come in and say, "But that's Joker, and you like Joker." Well, Joker's not about like financial inequality. It's not necessarily about the haves versus the have-nots. It's about a Joker is about a guy who doesn't feel like he fits in society. So these like they're not necessarily about the same thing. But this like I've I've read like I I agree. This is about social. It's about social inequality. The haves versus the have-nots. However, this film doesn't pass judgment on either group really. Like it doesn't paint the it doesn't paint the the rich family as the bad guys, and it doesn't paint necessarily the um, the basement dwellers as the good guys. Yeah, it's Kim's, just presenting right? Kim's. I don't remember their names. It was like a month ago when I watched this, um, but I actually went to theaters and watched it when they were still um, showing it for the the Oscar uh, rewind or rewatch whatever for the best picture nominees. Um, I got a question, and guys, correct me if I'm wrong. Um. Is this the first foreign film to win Best Film of the Year? Yeah. So I thought. Yep. Th- so I what, thought what, this was uh, uh, Life is Beautiful. Then when Best Picture Titanic did. So why is why is why why is this even not? I mean, like the foreign film uh, area has its own category with us. Um, American films don't win other countries' Oscars, so to speak. Why is this winning our Oscars? I'm just curious. It's a good question. Because this is not an American film. Well, 
you you can take it how you will. The we had they changed it to best international film. It used to be called best foreign film. Now it's called best international film. Oh, and because international sounds better than foreign for some reason. I'd assume so. Just because they want they they probably want to nominate British movies or something. That it it probably was some political thing where like oh, what what about the other English speaking countries? You know that that don't get nominated because like, uh, Passion thing. of the Christ was a uh, foreign international it was Aramaic technically foreign language yeah it was, but, well, like, it was um, made in Australia I think that's why <laughs> I, I, I digress I think well I think it's uh depends on who the producers not, are not where it's produced so like because like um James Bond uh is produced in England it's usually shot at uh one of the Leavesden Leavesden Studios it was... but it's produced okay well, yeah, like it has a colloquial name, but I'm pretty sure it's like the studio is actually called Leavesden. No, I just I thought I it was Pinewood, but anyway, it might be Pinewood. I don't remember which one. It is. It's one of those big ones. Um, Harry Potter might be the one that shot Leavesden, um, but it's produced by an American company, MGM, as an American company. Um, so like they're they're co-productions. But anyways, yeah, big digression. Um, I'm, the Oscars, they want to be like they present the best of the best regardless of if it's an American film or not. Just if it gets released and seen in America, then it can qualify. Um, I, I I don't think an American film has won any foreign equivalent to an Oscar, but I think it's I think some of them have been nominated, like the bigger movies. Sure, like that's I'm fine. Pretty... But but look, yeah. so, just to get the ball rolling here, I, I, I don't understand it, and this way I don't understand it is because you have may have seen this, right? Uh, Eric and and and, uh, and and Ryan, you both have seen this because you guys live in bigger cities than I do. I never heard of this movie until the fucking Oscars, and that's where it's like so disappointing because it's like, what? This is this is eating up all the Oscar wins. What? This is best film. What? Like I, I never even heard of it. Yeah, well, that's fair. It uh, and that's the other part is that this might be. Uh, like Ryan said, uh, a part of not just uh, with the producers, but distribution, who is picking it up. Do, I mean, was this like a, a Dimension Films or something? Like Right? No, it was Neon. It was, um, Neon is starting to become, you guys know A24? No. Yes, of course. It's Neon is starting to become like a, a new A24. They, they pick up movies at festivals and they release them. Uh, they don't really produce their own stuff, but yeah, like I heard about this movie um, reading uh, reviews coming out of I think it was the Cannes Film Festival back in May, and the like the four reviews I read were very positive. Okay, so, so I was looking forward to this movie for a while. Okay, what about this though? The story has a been there, done that feel. It is a have versus the haves not. It's you know basement dwellers. You have the people up there, and the good thing is is that you know they don't depict like you said. Uh, good, evil, blah, 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 blah. But what I, the one praise that I will give this movie to being even considered to be nominated is that it is a well-made movie. I mean, the cinematography is great. The second, the set decorations are great. I love the living room area in the in, in the house where you have those big ass windows, right? I I just loved the look of it, right? I love the look. And I thought they did a good job on that. That's the only praise I'm going to get throughout the rest of the movie. Well, okay. well good for you then, Jordan. That's it. I, I, mean, I have my gripes about this movie as is, is well. but What is it? Because I'm curious. You haven't said anything in a while. 
Well, the thing is, it's not that it's the actual gripe of the the movie, but again, it's just more the hype. I I enjoyed this movie. I really did. But I would not go as far as to give it all of this. Uh, uh, now, maybe I'm missing something, and, and maybe I'm not appreciate, appreciating the, the technical uh, parts of the movies as maybe the Academy is. Uh, fair enough, I get that. But to, to your point, Jordan, I feel like that I've seen this movie before. And I, I feel like it's just not a whole lot of anything new. I actually feel like that he's done the, I feel like this is almost like a Snowpiercer before. Like oh, he did do Snowpiercer. So I, I mean, that's just just kind of where I'm where I'm at with it. Yeah, that's the thing is I don't I don't I don't hate this director, Eric. It's because of you that I saw Snowpiercer, which um, I'm going to ask you to say this for the show just for cigar again, but I'll go back to you on this one, Eric. But I also saw Eric. Uh, I mean Ryan. I believe I showed you one of his movies back in our old college days. I I showed you the host, or maybe I told you about it because I like the host. Oh, I've never, I've never seen the host. I never showed you the host. Anybody who's mm-hmm. never seen the host, there are two different movies called the host. One, the one you want to watch is this, is the South Korean one. Um, that's a really fun movie. It's a really yeah, good movie. It's an awesome movie. Uh, here's a little bit of uh, FYI to the fans: watch the uh, actual South Korean one with English subtitles. Do not watch the dubbed version because it's pretty much Godzilla. They made Eric. They changed the dialogue in the dub version where it's a comedy. Mm. Well, that's unfortunate, right? But anyway, so it is a world in this movie where it's the haves versus the have-nots, and the rich family has no idea that these basement dwellers are there, and they start to. Well, in- that's that's kind of the twist, though. And like that's actually the reason. I think that's the reason why it's getting all the praise it's getting, and why it, I think that's one of the reasons that it got all these awards. Because um, that a good twist. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. This is the thing that I really liked about it. The thing I really enjoyed is that it's it starts off as like this kind of domestic comedy. Uh, it's a black comedy, but it's it's sort of like. Um, I mean, not exactly like this, but the rules of the game, um, uh, Ren, uh, Jean Renoir, uh, to get classy, French filmmaker from the 30s. What, um, what the fuck did you say? Anyway. <laughs> well, it, there's this movie called Rules of the Game. It's considered one of the greatest films ever made. It's a comedy, it's a domestic comedy about the, the rich people uh, interacting with the help. Okay. And that's it's, kind of how this, is, this starts. And the thing that I really loved about it is that on a dime it switches genre it goes from being this sort of this sort of light comedy dark comedy um to just being kind of like a thriller where there's now a suspense and everyone is on edge and there's this nerve that's that's just waiting to be pulled throughout the rest of the movie mm-hmm. and i think it it, it it switches on a dime but it's it's fucking seamless I mean, I've already seen this movie before. I, I saw it last year, just a more extreme version. It's called Us, right? I mean... That's... No, it's this... Us is not anything like this. Are you sure, though? Because when I was watching this the other day, last week, I was like, okay, this is kind of like Us. And the reason why I say it's kind of like Us is because, again, it's that struggle of rich, because every single person in that movie was rich. Hell, even the uh, Elizabeth Moss bringing her back. Uh, when uh, when her doppelganger showed up, it was all about the poor taking over the rich and rising up. T- 
tell now, me that that's not the same. There's the thing though is that the director is notorious. I'm I'm saying for for having these movies kind of aimed at the well with social commentary type of thing, you know, and and it's very smart of him. I I enjoy these movies. Again, I'm I don't want to to say, but I these feel like like more cult films, you know. Uh, that's just maybe how I see with Jordan Peele as well too. That they don't seem mainstream, and I don't. I'm not understanding what the sell is for making it mainstream. Does that does that maybe seem like a better... Eric, I agree with you. I don't want the sell is to make this film of the year. I said that last week. This is not film of the year. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is a better film than this. A hundred percent. What? All right, so to compare it to... Because we all thought... So to compare it to those two movies, we all thought that 1917... Oh, 1917 was, was also a film of the year, yes. A shoe in to win Best Picture, and um, I agree, any other year, I think if Parasite didn't exist uh, and the Academy was like five years ago, I think that um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood would have gotten all the awards that Parasite got, even Best International Film. So like to compare, let's compare Parasite to those two movies. Why do you think... Those two movies are better, I guess, representative than Parasite. Well, first of all, I understand what Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is doing. Uh, it has not been a traditional story that I have seen before. Once Upon a Time is a very interesting story that Tarantino did, and his acting with Brad Pitt, his 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 directing with Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio was amazing. I love uh, Tarantino directing DiCaprio. My friend my favorite performance of DiCaprio is, is is Candy from Candyland and Django. Like, wow. And then in 1917, they made the illusion that the whole thing is one seamless shot. Like somebody, air quotes, had a camera and followed these guys in World War One. Like, it's just beautiful. And the acting was beautiful. Hell, Eric, you and I even talked about how much we loved when the guy got stabbed in the stomach and then immediately his skin turned blue and just how seamless this all looked and beautiful. I didn't see any of that shit. How about this? Uh, well, let me let me ask you something real quick because I was I was trying to find I was listening for something I didn't hear it. <laughs> of course not. Can, can, what can are, I uh, please? Can okay, I give it please. A try then? Yeah, please. Well, uh, okay. Again, I I enjoyed this movie. I enjoy his movies. I I, I honestly got to do I I every part about it. Um, I just feel that the genre and the type of movie itself. And the awards that it was nominated for is out of character for the Academy. I, I, I don't understand yeah. what like why they are choosing this movie. I'm not trying to chop this movie down. I, I again, I, I enjoyed it. I've seen it a few times, and um, I, I like how it splits. You're right into like this comedy, uh, dark comedy in the first part, and then we got kind of this. Uh, this thriller suspense kind of what the fuck second part, which was great. There were some beautiful shots. That part where when the kid sees the ghost, if we can call it that, uh, I thought was was great. Just chills up my spine. Great visual. Great small light. It was perfect. Um, but I just don't understand. Like I've seen scary movies just like this, you know. So why why aren't they getting noticed like this movie is? I would tell you why, and this is the part where I think Ryan's going to get the gotcha moment. You ready? Yeah. Okay. Because they're not American. That's why. 
Right. No, that's not the reason at all. So what I was looking for... <laughs> tell me that's not, but go is, ahead. Tell me what you're looking for. I'm just asking when a question, I asked by the, the way. So. Yeah, when I was asking the question, we'll compare those together. I was looking for what are those movies about? What what are they talking about? Is there is there a point to them? Because there's obviously a point to Parasite, and I, I can I can kind of find a point to um, 1917, but I don't think um, well I don't think Once Upon a Time in Hollywood has a real point to it. Like I get it that it's about an aging actor and a guy who feels out of place in the thing he's been doing forever. I would agree to that 100%, Ryan. Yeah, but that's such a minute thing that it's hard to really be a universal feeling, you know? Like, Joker has a more universal feeling because a lot of people can feel ostracized very easily for simple things. But Parasite is about a hot-button political issue, about uh, economic inequality. It doesn't pass judgment on the people who have the money and the people who don't have the money because it presents the people who don't have the money as as scheming, conniving people, and then it presents the people who have all the money as these out-of-touch um, waifs, I guess is the word, that they don't they don't realize that they're being mean or rude because they've been they've they've just been around this life so long that they've lost touch with reality. But in 1917 would be about like you know family and, and protecting what you know what bonds you together whether it's blood or or desire to fight the the evil or what have you is it fair to point out then with those two movies that were mentioned with once upon a time in hollywood and with 1917 that uh they are maybe not just not a pointless movie but more a movie that's highlighting a time whereas these other movies are highlighting a character or a situation or a status of some of some kind so because you also had, uh, you know, many other movies in this category that kind of uh, a marriage story, right? For instance, that were kind of highlighting the characters a bit more mm-hmm. instead of it being a a a period of a war or a flashback to the good old days of the '60s in Hollywood or whatever time that was. So, and you know, instead we got a a a, a better story that's more focused on character because that's the spotlight is okay no i mean i can understand like if you don't think this is the best movie of the year i can totally understand because it's all subjective but like my argument for why i think it won is that it presents an argument about something but it doesn't tell you how to feel about it it presents the idea and the concept and it's like you make up your mind i mean i guess I mean, like, what if what if the rules were reversed and what if the rich people were the assholes and the schemers and the connivers? Would this movie be successful or win of the Oscars? Or Look, I'm just... No, I don't think it would. Exactly. So I'm disgusted. I think that this movie was Oscar bait to begin with. Um, I, 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 I don't like this for because it won film of the year. Like, this movie is not film of the year. I have seen hundreds of better films out there than this movie. I'm truly, honestly saying on this. And, and I know, Ryan, you're not going to believe me, but I can tell you 100% op- uh, full-heartedly that I was like, this one film of the year? Interesting. Let's see why. I went into this wondering why it won film of the year, and when I left it, I was like asking the same fucking question. I don't see the same things you do. I just see another film that's talking about the haves and the haves-nots, and it added nothing to it for me. It really didn't. Besides what? The maid 
uh, has more of a part as the movie goes on, and she's a part of the plan. Uh, great. Congratulations. Good job. I... 1917, better shot, better acted, better directed, better I also story. would have said Jojo Rabbit is a, is a better movie, too, because that's... Uh, I've not seen that. You've not seen Jojo Rabbit? I have not. I want to so much. I have not either. Oh, my goodness, boys. Uh, we Fuck everything else right now. We should stop and just do a review of Jojo Rabbit. Have you, we should. You live in Detroit. We don't have access to these kind of movies. All right. Well, uh, I will Fair give enough. you access... Fair enough, I'll give you access to this. But um, with, with a movie even like that, I, I mean, because it kind of has the, the same part, but that movie only gets best screenplay, adapted screenplay. Mm-hmm. And a movie like Get Out wins best screenwriter screenplay, I think, for that one. Only one award each, right? One mm-hmm. award for Get Out, one yeah. award for uh, uh, Jojo Rabbit. So both movies have something to say, you know, but... This movie's taking home. How many did it take home? Like five or seven or? I think five. It. Five? Uh, like I was. I was. I was. Number. <laughs> I was. I was thinking it was gonna beat the uh, Titanic record of eleven. No, I think it was only four. nominated for six awards. It's a here you go one one four nominated for uh, yeah you know but one four uh is that is that Oscars? Oh yeah, one four Oscars. I so. think that this is a film thirty forty year fifty years from now. Where professors will show students in film school, Asian cinema, foreign cinema, whatever you want to, you know, put a label on it, and study this kind of film. Sure, I can see that this is an independent film student filmmaker's wet dream. I get it. I'm sure in 2005, when I was 18 years old and I was shown this film, I would have just came all over like I did with Chunking Express. Oh my God, this is artistic, you know. You don't understand David Lynch, bro. Yeah, um, which is fine. That's totally fine. I just, you know, I guess my disgust, my anger, my disappointment is just not the director because I because I do like some of his work. I just I'm just disgusted that this was even considered to be nominated as best film, best international film, sure, but I I I just don't see it. I I just don't fucking see it. That's what I was trying to say. Like those other movies that I mentioned, like why why couldn't they win more awards? What why weren't they as deserving as this one? Maybe you know what, and maybe they were just the ones that kind of opened the door just a little bit more that allowed this one to win. And I I'll take that excuse. I I really will because again I enjoy this movie. If we're gonna split and turn the Academy into something, I'm all for it because one thing that I would love to see at the Oscars is a horror movie or like a thriller section because I think those are just a, a great category that really gets knocked aside and, and stereotyped pretty quickly. I agree with you because well, of the Lambs in 91. They tried to a um, last year, I think it was, because Black Panther was nominated um they wanted to put in a uh, best popular film category which is dumb i think splitting them up is dumb unless you want to split it comedy and, and drama like they do the golden globes but even that's only an excuse to give out more awards ryan um, why and- can't you understand see and or agree that 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 race had a big part of this. Well, I don't think it did. It's okay. I just okay, think hold on. the okay. people happen to be Korean. I don't think that let just me, because they're Korean. Let me interrupt you then. Let me interrupt you. Out of all the Marvel Cinematic Universe movies that you see, do you think Black Panther should have been nominated that many times? No. Okay. 
I I would say Winter Soldier is probably the top of the top in the Marvel Cinematic Universe and should have been nominated more, if at all, compared to Black Panther, right? So, oh, okay. there's billion that. Dollars, right? Billion dollars don't lie, baby. Right? But I'm just, I, but it's not, sure, a lot of movies can make a billion dollars, but those mean they're good. That's why there's nine Fast and Furious movies. Uh, hell, either you or Eric even said uh, the Green Book was really stupid because it was a white guy teaching a black guy how to be black. Yeah, I, I, Black Klansman should have won. And I, Black Klansman should have won that film. My argument. You gotta, you gotta look back though. The past couple years. Can I tell you right? my argument? Can I tell you my argument? Yeah, go ahead. My yeah. argument is just that I don't think that somebody is sitting up there in an office curling her mustache saying, "Let the Asians win." No, I'm not saying that. <laughs> what I'm saying is that I just find it interesting, maybe ridiculous, a little bit. That these films that are being nominated, who which we agree are not good films, or not films that should be nominated in said categories, are winning or being nominated because it is doing a social experiment. It's talking about social injustice. It's talking about race. It's talking about this. Where the just I think the issue is the Academy is just not sitting there and saying, okay. What are the best films of the year, regardless of race, sex, and gender? And let's just nominate the best films. And I, when I see this movie, I'm, I am seeing the Academy saying, give it to them because they're Asian. That's what I think the Academy is saying. That's my opinion. I hear what you're saying, but I think you're reaching a little bit too deep if, yeah. if the Hollywood's just trying to look at their whiteboard and say, okay, that's what we got to fix. We well, haven't the they whole... done that? Haven't they done that for years? Well, yeah, there was. Well, obviously there was whitewash Hollywood. Like we we were aware of that, and then the Scarlett Johansson thing, which we've talked about on this show many a time before, right? With, uh, um, uh, Ghost in the Shell, it, you know, and it, obviously we brought many examples of it before. But that's you're, you're if you're burning all on that, that's fine. But the the positive is, is that this movie was nominated and it won. Take it, man. It, it it's I think listen. Again, this movie I feel is can be deserving. Of it, I just don't understand why. Like what what allowed this movie access into those, and what allowed it to win that other movies didn't. That's that's really my my gripe. I don't repeat myself the same part. So, um, yeah. Well, you gotta if if you look, Bong Joon Ho, the writer, co-writer and the director of this movie, is a name in like international film. He has made he Snowpiercer is a, a British movie, I think. It was produced by British people. Um, but Okja, his last movie, was a Netflix movie. And he was sought out to make that movie. It wasn't like... Um, it wasn't like he had this idea and he brought it to Netflix. Netflix was like, hey, we want to work with you. We want to make your movie. And he made Okja, Okja for them. Um, so, like, he's a known entity. So people in the industry are going to be more inclined to watch his movie versus a you know just a random like spanish name that they've never heard or something that sounds generic they know who bong joon ho is so he already has an in with that it got all these rave reviews coming out of uh i think it's the con film festival so it was already set up to be like a big thing that people would look at because it's already a known entity so this this movie had a leg up on the vast majority of the other um, international films, foreign language films that we've seen this past decade, like Amour. And there's another one that got nominated for Best Picture, but I can't remember off the top of my head. But this this one, because of those behind-the-scenes 
um, things, these aspects to it, it stood a good chance from the get-go, more so than any other foreign language film that I can think of in recent years. But you also got, if you look back past Green Book, 2017, a movie about a woman who falls in love with a merman won Best Picture. The year before that, a movie about a young black man coming to terms with his homosexuality yeah, won Best like, Picture. Uh... Listen, I've had a lot of questions about the Academy for for many years. They still have yet to answer my letters about L.A. Story. What the fuck was that all about? But I guess we're going to pretend like that was an ace movie. L.A. Confidential? No, the Ryan uh, Gosling and uh, Emma... uh, La 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 Land. La La Land, that's what it is. L.A. Story. (laughs) Yeah, La La Land. (laughs) I'm sorry, I was thinking for some reason that's what I had in my head. But now I'm going to go watch that movie. Well, uh, my my last two cents about it is with this director, I I fear and I predict, and I'm pretty confident in my prediction, that his career says can be another John Woo. Uh, a very talented uh, filmmaker uh, in his homeland or home country, whatever, who does very good art films, very good films, and then comes over here and does American films, and just it's just it just becomes obliterated and makes shit. And then his career shit after that. That's what's gonna happen. I mean, just because it's not in English doesn't make it an art film. You, John Woo did not make art films. Are you serious? There was style. there was amazing, great <laughs> action films. And, and you know what? Yeah, you know, those how about are this? action how about movies. This? It doesn't mean they're art this? films. How about this? Fuck you, David Lynch makes art. Films. How about this? How about this? Here's the good thing: art is all what you make it to be correct i like to think that reservoir dogs is an art film because of what he because of what tarantino did with the art of that kind of genre and i will fight you tooth and nail that the chinese john woo gangster films that he made were beautiful action films and that in form is art art is subjective my friend so don't fuck it. subjective. So don't but, but so don't sit there don't s- yeah but here's the genre. thing here's the thing though don't but but don't sit there and, and fucking patronize me and tell me that, you know, oh, this isn't art because he's action. No, I say it's art because it is a good action film. John Woo. What I'm telling you is that what happened with John Woo with Mission Impossible 2 and Face Off and all those other movies that he failed at in America because he tried to make American movies is what I fear is going to happen to this director because now that he won the Oscar and everybody knows him, that they are now going to say, make this Hollywood movie, make this Hollywood movie, and they're going to chew him up and spit him out, which is disappointing, because I feel that he's better than that, just like John Woo was. You know, by the by his name, right? Exactly. So don't so don't sit there, Ryan, and be like, oh, we dare have no, no. I feel I, that those films are beautifully action, gory pieces that need listen, to be recognized. Time out, because. You're missing a really good opportunity here. And I'm going to go ahead and, offer, and just throw it up there, Hollywood. This is a free one here from Movie Guys Podcast, okay? If you want to do what Jordan had just said, which is a very trendy thing to do. This guy's a very hot director right now. And if you want to buy him just to make some some uh, small script movie, give him a paycheck so that uh, you know you guys can just, just sell with his name on it, directed by. You know, um, listen, I'm all for it because I would love to see some uh, Fast and Furious 10 here. Oh, God. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that would be... That is that. That is a movie, boys. Like Right there. Yeah. Let's do it. Skyscraper 2. If there's only one person who knows how to do it, it's going to be Bong Joon-ho. Right. Bong Joon-ho presents Skyscraper 2, Skyscrapian. 
Oh my god, Rampage two? That'd be amazing. <laughs> Ryan, Sonic you're not on board with this. Sonic's no, getting a lot, mean, of, a lot of heat. Give Bong Joon-ho as many movies as he wants. My argument wasn't that they're not art. I didn't say they're not art. I said they're not art house, which you called it an arty film, implying it's art house cinema. That was my argument. I get that you're all hopped up because you, I don't know, defensive about something. But I, I did not say that art is not subjective. Art is not in the eye of the holder. I was arguing that you said that John Woo films are art house films, and they're not. They're, they're action movies. And when he came here, he made John Woo movies. He just had ex- exponentially larger budgets. Did, yeah, he did a Batman, didn't he? No, he did not do it. No. no, he did not do it. He did Face oh, Off, oh, Lionheart, I think, with Jean-Claude Van Damme. Yeah. The Mission Impossible 2. I think he vanished after that. He Went did. back to Hong Kong. Which is what I feel is going to happen in this guy. And for the record, I never once said before the popcorn rains that I thought that John Woo was art house. I said his... I did not say that. I did not say his films are art house. So... No, no, no. I said that you said arty, implying art house. But it's it's moon at this Either point. Either way, John Woo... We love you here. We can't wait to have you on the show. I mean, the guy invented bullet time. So anyway, let's go into our popcorn rating, right? Eric, what's going to be your popcorn rating for Parasite? This is a large bag for me. I in- enjoyed this movie. I uh, The characters were believable. Um, they were, were likable uh, at points. Um, if you start to not like a character, some you know, like you, so, and it's well acted, well, well written sometimes. You know what I mean? Like a, I always go back to like a Joffrey from Game of Thrones, you know, or... Uh, some a character that is supposed to make you feel that way, and they do a good job with that. Everyone fits into the roles very well. I thought the story was um, it moved quick, it paced along. I was not bored. Um, the twists that came in were great. They did a lot of callbacks that they alluded to from the beginning of the movie. There's a lot of details in this movie, which again keeps you awake, keeps you interested. Uh, every frame of picture, and it just, I enjoyed it. I really did. But, again, I feel like I've seen this movie before. It's not to his fault. Um, I feel like I've this commentary of uh, class warfare or uh, is is uh, getting a little, um, little stale. And the fans that praise this movie need to give me a, a little bit more uh, than... Uh, then I don't know, then it's, I don't get it, or I don't make sense, I guess, but I, that's just what it is. I, I enjoy the movie. So, what did I say, large bag? Uh, I'm going to give this one a medium, um, just because I have said everything I've said in the review. Um, it's it's fine. Um, I already said the set decorating was nice. I thought the cinematography was nice. Seen the movie a hundred times before. Uh, I'm getting kind of worn on this class warfare stuff. Uh, I don't see how, how this movie was even nominated for anything besides um, best international. I guess with what Ryan said, I, this movie doesn't need to be in the best film category. Uh, it doesn't. Um, so go into this expecting something magical and amazing because it was nominated and won so many awards. And left that movie with the same exact questions of, but why? Hook, line, and sinker for me. This is a medium bag. For me. Ryan, what's your popcorn rating for Parasite? Large bag. Um, I actually, I wouldn't have picked this to win Best Picture, but it winning Best Picture uh, doesn't bother me in the slightest. Um, I mean, I think I enjoyed 1917 a lot more than I enjoyed this movie, but this is still a wonderful movie. Um, as I said near the uh, the beginning, 
uh, when I started talking. I think this is the most. I think this is the most I've talked in a single episode so far. Um, but the uh, the thing that really got me is that twist where it just switches genres and it doesn't feel forced or strange or odd. It, it just it it's happens seamlessly and the story changes and your feelings about things change and it's it's good. It's fucking I loved it. Um, it's beautifully shot. And what Eric said that seeing the guy's head pop up from the stairs when the kid is eating his cake. Oh man, that was, that was money for me. That like, I, like I gasped. I, I I had a guttural reaction to that moment and that, that rarely happens with movies nowadays. Um, yeah, wonderful script, wonderful acting, beautiful cinematography. Um, the, the blocking and, and framing is, is magnificent. This movie, um, highly recommend go watch it large bag hey real quick just one last question here because um i wanted to reference maybe a, a question that uh a, a lot of the fans i guess that are, are trolling around that, that bothered me or whatever it said that uh, what do you feel the commentary is about in this movie what is the message trying to say who is the parasite in this movie and uh i i mean i i feel that it just kind of shows that everyone is leeching off of somebody is that, yeah, is that a fair I, interpretation? Yeah, I, I, yeah. Like, I mean, everyone's trying to to really get meta with the explanation. Um, just, I guess, before we go, last, uh, I guess, at the end of every story, right? We have to talk about a moral. Do you guys? Was there a moral to the story? Well, I think that this movie it presents these issues to you, but it doesn't tell you definitively this is the answer. It's allowing you to take in what it showed you and what it's saying, and for you to make up your own mind. I personally think that it's about both of them kind of leeching off of each other because the people who don't have the money are pushing their way into the lives of this rich family. And the rich family is just using them because to them, they're not regular people. You know, the regular people they know are all the people they invited to their son's birthday party. Mm -hmm. These other people are just the help. They're just there. They're like furniture. Interesting. Interesting. Jordan? Anything or I, I will I will I, I will go with Ryan so we don't have a fight. <laughs> <laughs> I will go with Ryan so there's can, no fight. I'm not fighting. You can have your own imper- interpretation. I'm not going to say your interpretation. That's what the movie is really about. Right? Opinion. Like I'm Ryan's going to make your own I, interpretation. I'm going to say officially since this all of our shows are recorded. I'm just going to agree with Ryan. Next week we, we will be back with another Netflix movie with the babysitter. You the fans have said on Twitter. We did a poll for all the movies we're going to review this month of March, and you, the fans, have said that you guys are most excited to listen to our review of The Babysitter. So that's coming to you guys next week. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll be back next week for The Babysitter. Eric and Ryan, thank you again, like always, and talk to you guys next week. Have a good night.